and welcome to Romancing the Game. My name is Jordan Fishburn. I'm Tawny P. Thompson. I am Sarah Babe. Welcome to this episode uh, for Mass Effect 2's romantic interest, Kelly Chambers. Yay, Kelly. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm real excited about Kelly. I'm, I'm real excited about Kelly. I think she's my friend. Yep. Yep. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, I'm going to be in the middle here. Oh, no. Okay. Yes. Friend. Yes, friend. We, uh, we should... Uh, spoiler alert. We should... Spoiler we should alert. Definitely, oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, all right. Um, spoilers make you know things that you don't want to know. So if you don't like spoilers, then you should probably go. This podcast will contain spoilers. As is the nature of discussing overarching story, we will be covering various plot beats during this show. The morning has been laid at your feet. Continue at your own peril. If you don't like spoilers that ruin the show, you should probably just fucking log off and go <laughs> Sarah that's my favorite one that's my favorite one it was good. <laughs> how long um, were you working on that one <laughs> uh literally just off the top of my head nice She's a brilliant improvisation no. I was in the improv you. club in college <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um should I go through the boring stuff yes sure. cool so as a reminder, Mass Effect 2 was released in 2010 for the PC and Xbox 360, and then subsequently for the PS3 in 2011. It was Wait, developed wasn't it by... PS4? Nope. It was 3? Yep. Oh, because I did Xbox. Okay, never mind. Yep. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, developer was Bioware. Publisher was Electronic Arts. Lead writers were Mac Walters and Drew Kerpesheen. And then the writing staff was Luke Christiansen, Chris Laitwal, Patrick Weeks, Malcolm Azania, Chris Hepler, Brian Kindrigan, and Jay Turner. Uh, Fem Shep was voiced by Jennifer Hale. Male Shep was voiced by Mark Mears. This matters um, because Kelly is bi and you can romance her as either male or Fem Shep. Um, and just to talk about uh, Kelly, she was voiced by Kara Pifko. Um who has done like a lot of stuff her really? uh her wikipedia page is very long she's done a lot of tv stuff but quite a few films um really? nothing that i've ever heard of but it appears to be um most of them were for the canadian broadcasting corporation the cbc, Ooh, CBC. She does slightly familiar i that's what i thought wait too. what's your name again Kara Pifko, Kara Pifko, C A R A, Pifko, P I F K O. Oh, she was in oh, yeah, Ready she Player l- One. Oh, wait, <laughs> she wait. was in Ready Player One. So, yep. oh, mm. yeah, Ready Player One. Uh-huh. Um, she's done a couple of games. Mass Effect being the bigger ones, uh, Guild Wars, God of War, um, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, God of War. So. Yeah, she's done a oh, lot Heart- of TV though. Father, Heartland. Oh, Rosewood. Okay, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. CSI. Got to have that CSI credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> NCIS credit. Everybody has their <laughs> CSI and NCIS credit. I mean, yep. right? Like, you gotta. Oh, and she has an NCIS General Hospital. Credit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, in the video game for Mega Mind, she was Hot Flash. 
I love that movie more than I really should. I didn't know it had a video <laughs> game, so that's neither did I. That I'm learning yeah, yeah, for yeah. the first time. Oh, she was in CSI Miami as well. She hmm. just made the rounds. Mm-hmm. This is Wonderland. Is that is that what I think it is? Because I think that might be something that I know. The actual truly important thing that she has been in was Angela Anaconda, the TV series, <laughs> 1999 to 2001, that I have very specific memories about as a, as a younger version of myself. <laughs> huh. Oh, boy. So that's interesting. That's, good <laughs> that's a weird one there. I saw that and I was like, that's automatically the most important one here. Obviously. <laughs> I, I assume that is a, a children's show? Yeah, I haven't uh, seen it either. Yeah. It's, it's oh. You saw, oh my like, gosh. Angela Anaconda. I know. Okay, now if I have you, to Google it. Hang yeah. On. If you saw what it looked like, you would. You know. You would know what it is. It you also know exactly had. What it is. I have a very strong. Uh, impression of the opener to the Digimon movie being Angela Anaconda when I was younger and growing up. They did like an intro with Angela Anaconda. This was on like Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so probably. <laughs> I don't remember watching it, but now that I'm seeing it, I recall I remember yeah. seeing it. the things <laughs> when I was in college. It's really creepy looking. So I think it's amazing. It was good. It was good. Yeah, I watched maybe an episode or few. I'm <laughs> trying to figure out who Tara voiced. <laughs> maybe oh, uh, Josephine Praline. Ooh, oh, Ooh, Justine I, um, Praline for when it's Praline. Whoa! It's, uh, oh. Excuse me. <laughs> it was a cartoon show. <laughs> Do you think that they pronounced her last name as the French Praline? Praline. Uh, it's not just the French. It's literally everywhere that's not like this particular state <laughs> says it correctly. <laughs> Listen, I don't we think have, that's true. <laughs> we have bubblers here in southeastern oh. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I really enjoy her voice. Um, I think she did a great job voicing Kelly. She did, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she did a great job. So yeah, like I really, I, I enjoy her. I enjoy her voice, her voice acting very, very much. And very yeah, well done. Kelly Chambers in the actual game was, uh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, Yeoman? Yeoman. 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 A yeoman and onboard psychologist, but not outright an onboard psychologist. She was a low-key psychologist, and she didn't tell anybody she was a psychologist, except for Shepard. She's a yeah. bad psychologist um, yeah, because she too. has no ethics. <laughs> also, I oh. have... Okay, we're going to get into this. I have a lot of thoughts about... I mean, I feel like there's a reason why she's not Dr. Kelly Chambers. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. that's true. This is so, she's almost more like an intern. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, she's kind of like okay. So I have a theory. My, my, After, my, 
Yeah. I also my, have another theory. It, maybe they're the same. Go ahead. My working knowledge of what a yeoman is comes off of Star Trek original same. series with Yeoman Rand. <laughs> yes, Yeoman is, Janice Rand. That's yes. yes. I always uh, think of her. Yes. Love okay. her so much. Um the hair. One of these days, I'm gonna get crazy and do it. With the, the back that we've <laughs> Yeah, like holly, the back that we've beehive. Yeah, like just did she do that herself? Like, is it a girls' day thing? Is it just a wig? What's going on? I love it. <laughs> Either way, uh my working knowledge of yeoman of yeoman is yeoman Rand, which is like, here's your report, sir. Like, you are basically a secretary, a secretary that moves around. Yeah. yeah. And to be personal fair. Assistant. <laughs> To be fair, she does act as Shepard's personal assistant. She like right, which is great. to know if like mail is in and does all that kind of stuff. Right. I am annoyed. I never flirted with her because I'm always going after my thing. And she will feed your fish if you flirt with her enough. Yeah. Uh, there is several things that come oh. across that. She also has to survive. Yeah. The end I of mean, the game. but yeah, I did yeah, her live at the end of the game. If you uh, bring her to dinner, she'll notice your fish and then she'll feed them for you. I I never invited her to dinner, so. (laughs) I forgot she existed and never talked to her in my playthrough. Oh, shit. I I consistently would forget. I think there was one game that I played where I flirted with her because I heard that you can flirt with her Mm -hmm. and not get in trouble with your love interest. So (laughs) I just flirted with her every single time I talked to her. And then you still get your love interest in the normal sense of the game at the end and she sort of punted off to the side which is very rude but i can understand because mm-hmm. i'm gonna say this and try to be nice she has almost no substance outside of being a flirty secretary and my weird galaxy brain theory that i have created for myself to make her make sense make sense as a character because there's some things about her that i'm just like you are not smart, huh? <laughs> I, just, I mean, we did have, there's a reason she's not Dr. Kelly Chambers. That's true. But some doctors are not exactly smart either. Um, <laughs> One thing to note, you don't get the paramour, um, the paramour uh, achievement. achievement by romance and Kelly. This no. is because she doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. She I, doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> agent. Um, <laughs> I think first off, if I would have known that Kelly fed your fish, I would have been talking to that bitch every fucking time I flirt, could. Flirt. I would have like if I would have known <clears throat> that I could save the fish and spoilers for three. She'll give you the fish back. I am so annoyed. <laughs> I, I am, I, 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 I am like pissed. I want my fish back. Damn. Now, now and this is going to be a little bit of a tangent. I, my first pets were goldfish. Mm-hmm. Is that Salvador? It's got to be Salvador, right? That it sounded is. bratty. Yeah. Oh, Salvador kitty. Anyway, so my first pets were goldfish. Mm-hmm. And when they died, I cried for like three hours, like straight up inconsolable, 
can't talk to me. My dad was like, we've got to flush him. And I cried and said, no, we have to bury him. So he made a little coffin and we buried him in the backyard, like inconsolable. Oh, I was 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel your feels no matter what age you are. Right. Like Sarah. I, I did. I had never had pets before. Mm-hmm. So like it was super, there was Bert and Ernie. Cause one was a little bit yellow. <laughs> one was a little bit oranger. So like it was devastating. So I have a little like weird place in my heart for goldfish and like fish in general. <laughs> so like if I had to know that Kelly Chambers is going to feed your goddamn fish and they're not going to die. <laughs> well, I there you talk go. To that bitch all the time. Aren't they coming out with a remastered version of these games? Fuck yeah. that. I'm, yeah, I'm getting They announced it on uh, M7 day. Yeah. It'll <sighs> be uh, $60 each for each game, even though it's Jesus. the same exact game. I, I didn't confirm Fuck. that, but I'm just calling that ahead oh, okay. of time. Yeah. But I feel like it can't be that much. It's they not like they're making a new game. Sorry, listeners, this is a tangent, but they did a remaster of Kingdoms of Amalur, where it's the exact same game. They just updated the graphics, and it costs full price. Jesus full H, tap dancing Christ. And they did the same with Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2. Yep. Then they I'll did. be waiting until they go the hell on sale. I already own the games. We good. Yeah, do yeah, Super like, Sale. Dragon Age I will pay. buy if they redo it. If they remaster Dragon Age Origins, I will pay that. Yeah, I would pay for oh, that. Oh, yeah, 100. <laughs> 100. That's like the most difficult part of Dragon Age Origins on replay mm-hmm. is the graphics now. You know, <laughs> honestly, I bought a second copy of Inquisition <laughs> because I originally played it on 360, which was hellacious. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was not render- good. Well, it was we rendering and it was awful. It was just terrible. So I bought it for PS4. We did exactly. Oh, we did the same, but it was Xbox, Xbox One X. One. Yeah. 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 I did the same thing. Yeah. I got it right away, but I only had a yep. 360. And it at the yep. time, compared to other 360 games, yeah. it was beautiful. It was oh, great. yeah, for sure. But for sure. as soon as you play it on the next one, you're like, oh, there's actual people that populate this world. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Once you have like, more there's trees, not polygons. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> um, oh, but sorry, to get to the actual plot of the game with um, with Kelly. Is there a plot? Oh, do you oh. want my theory? Do you want to hear my theory? Oh, yeah. After we tell okay. the listeners what the actual plot is, because I also have oh, a theory. Okay. Um, but at least this way, in case the listeners are just checking this out in the idea of seeing if they want to even do this, Romance they'll know Kelly. what they're, yeah, they're going to see what they're going to get. So basically all of the normal <laughs> opening stuff happens. You get on your Normandy, uh, next Normandy, upgraded Normandy. SV2. And Yes, and uh, she's just your assistant. She sort of hangs out by the galaxy map that you can run and uh, check out where you're going to next. Um, She tells you when you have emails. Yeah, and you have conversations with her, and she talks a little bit about herself, but she talks and gives you opinions on how she thinks the crewmates are doing. So she gives you her opinions on how your party members are handling the mission and what's Everything. going on. And if they psychologically. Have, and she does this by saying, you know, I'm 
actually a psychologist as well put here to monitor people, but not in the way that a normal psychologist would like talk to you knowingly. I'm just like a, a, a spy psychologist that talks to people who think I'm just another person and then makes judgments about the things that they tell me. <laughs> so she's a spy. And she also tells you a spy college. <laughs> <laughs> she does also tell you that she was handpicked by the elusive man to join yes. your mission. So that's also sketchy as hell. Cause we all know about the elusive man. Yeah. yeah he's sketch. Super and, sketch. Um, Sus AF. And in the conversations <laughs> with her, you can flirt. Um, very, very cheesy pickup lines, like the cheesiest pickup lines of all time. It's great. I so love it. Bad. Which is so bad. the only it. part of her romance that I liked. <laughs> and um, you go about this until you can invite her for dinner. And it's an off-screen dinner. Um, there's not really anything that you know about it other than her saying, Oh my gosh, I haven't stayed up that late since college. And then she mentions noticing you had fish and asking if she can feed your fish while you're not there. Oh, um, <laughs> the so annoying. Man. Kelly also um, is one of the crewmates that as, as your ship is attacked by the collectors and they take your crewmates hostage, she is one of the crewmates that's taking hostage. If you don't go right after the crewmates and decide to wait before going to get the crewmates, the crewmates will die. They all dead. So Kelly dies. And that includes Dr. Shockwas as well. Which is awful. I love Dr. Shockwas. The only good I mean, who doesn't? doctor on board. Like, <laughs> well, Dr. Kelly Chambers is not Dr. Kelly Chambers. <laughs> um, but Have to see for life. Kelly can be a potential casualty to some of your decisions in game. I for I forgot about that. I legit like was like, no, uh -huh. Kelly. And Brad was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she gets turned into people soup if you don't do it. Correctly. Oh my god. <laughs> um Just melts the blood out of her skin until yep. She's a mush. <laughs> um yep. so uh you can save her, obviously, and go back to the ship, and she'll talk to you a little bit about the experience, um, but then she kind of brushes it off. She'll say, like, yeah, it was it was scary, and she has, like, a flashback to the experience as she's talking to you. They do, like, a really cinematic cut to the side of her face, and then she short sort of brushes it off and is like, well, anyways, and then kind of gets on with it. And you have no option as a potential person romancing her, her to comfort her after that traumatic yeah, hold her, be like hey hey it's fine let me like pet your hair it'll make you feel good i don't anything it'll something okay. anything y'all and then nothing yeah. else in the romance spectrum after that until the end of the game if you didn't romance any other character in the game she <laughs> becomes your romance character if you flirted with her and she does like a sexy dance for you sexy dance. with oh, um, one of the dancer girl outfits. And so then fucking weird. Where you're like holding each other. Just because she dances go-go, don't make her a hoe, no. But damn, girl got moves. <laughs> she like has professional level yes. uh, dancer. I like, yes, I feel like animatronics pulled from the dancer characters in the game yes. that they give to her and then they put her up against a wall and have her shake her ass at you right well that's part of my theory here 
Okay, so this is a a wild conspiracy theory, but go with me on this, okay? Mm -hmm. So Kelly was a dancer. This is my plan. She was a stripper at one of the clubs, got picked up by the elusive man and put through like the most cursory of psychology classes, okay? Right? (laughs) And then put on the Normandy to seduce everyone, and she's sleeping with them all. I don't know if y'all notice how often she talks about how turned on she is by Gareth and Thane. I think she's sleeping with everyone. That's she, my that's my she theory. She deaf says that crew members are hot and all of that. Well, and I think that's a valid theory. But lend credence for just one moment to my theory. <laughs> she is a super spy that literally is just there to keep track of you throughout the entire game, which explains why she would have been taught like direct, you know, sexy dancer dance moves in case she needs to (laughs) infiltrate a club because even an armchair psychologist would not have the stance on Cerberus that she has on Cerberus. In that she completely hand waves all of Shepard's, um, like, you know, Xenophobia is like a xenophobic organization, very pro-human, mm-hmm. all that. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, my sister, this is something she actually says in game. She says, my yes. sister runs a dog, dog shelter. shelter. And she That doesn't mean she doesn't like cats. Yep. <laughs> she found a cat and she also took care of a cat. So if she runs a dog shelter, why would she care about cats if she only if she runs a dog shelter? She obviously can care about more than one animal. First of all, Kelly, that's not equivalent to speciesism in the Mass Effect universe. Let's just start that that's not equivalent. <laughs> not even close. Two, if you claim to know people as well as you are claiming there's no way that you could be that close to the elusive man and not see the rampant xenophobia and terrorist actions that the servers and she's just so dismissive of it she does that there's whole conversation no like she was handpicked by the elusive man as one of his spies to show like a really nice sweet face for cerberus and act as like his skeevy's 40 secretary that she he can hit on, that Shepard can hit on. And then like has all of these interactions. And somehow that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because there's no way that she can pull some of the thoughts that she does have about the characters and actual nuanced impressions that she sometimes has and then not see the xenophobia that's all over Cerberus all the time. There's no possible way. Like Jacob, like straight up, we talked about this in the last episode was like, yeah, Cerberus can be pretty fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. Everybody else in Cerberus understands this, but like the cute, cutesy secretary character is somehow like, oh no, 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 no. They just care a lot <laughs> about protecting humans. That's yeah, it. Be like, girl, you are definitely being paid. Yeah, there's. I, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I, she's probably also feeding your fish like torn up pieces of paper from her spy reports back and forth <laughs> from the elusive man. That's right. probably how they actually end up surviving. <laughs> that or she's going in there to dig through all of your shit. 
while you're that, not there. Yeah, which is why she <laughs> asked me if she can go solid excuse. Yeah, because honestly, if you're on a ship and it doesn't have an automatic feed system, I don't know what kind of fancy space system you're like space ship you're actually in here. <laughs> you if need to spend people, a lot of credits to get a feeding system, Jordan. Come on, but it's yeah. already built in. <laughs> They won't want Shepard to do too many adjustments to the Normandy. Right. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. That was my big brain theory for Kelly Chambers, <laughs> which is the only way that her character makes sense to me <laughs> in this game. Yeah. The thing that always gets me, though, is like literally she comes to you every single thought she has about every crew member. And it always ends up with her being like kind of hot, though. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like. Shepard's response is always what about me though and she's like oh hmm, you too though and you're like yeah. okay Jesus H like this it's, is so formulaic there is like legit her personality just seems to be like flirt flirt like flirt <laughs> flirt open open available which is weird with the way that she kind of they have her go about her psychology quote unquote by just being an ear that people can listen to. So I'm always like, how, if somebody was like that on all the time around me, I would not be comfortable telling no. them shit. <laughs> and a lot of your crewmates are like your party members are distrustful as fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, how, <laughs> like maybe she disarmed them with her charming personality, but I'm just like, I don't know. I don't get it. I see, honestly, I kind of think Kelly represents the, and this is going to be kind of getting pretty deep and probably not even like close to actual representation of the character. Uh, but I kind of think she really represents the inherent um, optimism and hope that is needed to get through the game. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is And fair. like, and like, how she kind of represents the resilience of specifically the human race to be like, yeah, shit's gone bad, but let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think she's kind of tried to be a good example of the human race, even though she's working for Cerberus and is definitely like a corporate shell. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just, I think it's, it's refreshing to have a character that's simple. Mm-hmm. Like granted, we can have all the theories we want about her character, which I totally <laughs> believe. I do not believe they are untrue. But on the surface, she's just Kelly Chambers, Yeoman Kelly Chambers. Let me tell you about all these people, and oh my god, aren't they hot? Like it's just like it feels. It's really refreshing to have somebody yeah. who's not like, oh my people are so oppressed. Or, <laughs> And Sarah, to be fair, that's probably the actual accurate reason reading well, of Kelly yeah, Chambers I mean, as a character. Because you're right. You are 100% right. This is a lot of us uh, making vast theories based off of which like, is the fine. Like, I, videos they, that we were watching. They never come through to anything, right? In no. Mass Effect 3, it's not like you find her again and Kelly's like, oh, yes, I was a super spy. Oh. Yeah. oh no, you find her and she's kind of broken, man. Yeah. It's Which you rough. can romance her again in three, but I don't know. I don't know that it's exclusive either. Like, I think it's again, like you can go back at her for a little bit, 
while you're still boinking so other people. Well, but she so tells rude. you, and okay, Mass Effect 3 spoiler, because we're probably not going to do an episode on her for Mass Effect 3. Yeah, it's really um, Yeah, it's like two minutes. Uh, she tells you, she's like, I hope you found someone else. Um, and Shepard can be like, I'm sorry, hold up. It's you. You're the someone else for me. And she goes, no, no, you need love at a time like this and like something to that effect. And <laughs> you so can, messed up. Right. You can take her to bed again quick. But as soon as you wrap that up, she's like, okay, well, that was good to see you again. <laughs> she's, she's she like, is super, yeah. she is like psychology, psychologically speaking, psychologically, there we go. Psychologically speaking, she is fucked up yeah. from yeah. being caught by the collectors. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I, you ask her to come with you back to the Normandy, and she's like, Nope. Yep. Can't well, you that. get another one of those flashback moments, and it's actually it's right. one of the realest moments you get out of Kelly. Yeah, it's like there you get in two, you get the flashback moments, and that was like what? Mm-hmm. But it, it showed was you very that well it was done. Pretty, yeah. she was pretty messed up. It was sure. very well done. I really appreciate how they did that because, uh, as someone who does have PTSD, that's pretty accurate Mm -hmm. like you just like sometimes you see something and then you're like you know it just like Mm -hmm. totally goes back for a second you're like oh wait nope not there okay and you know she tells you she can't be on the normandy again because it'll right right and that and that's super uh that's super accurate because mm-hmm. with a lot of people who have PTSD, they can't go back to certain places yeah. um, because it, because of all the anxiety and everything they, they experience with it. Like uh, with me, I have uh, Jesus Christ. I'm just talking all about my mental health right now. Um, I have generalized anxiety disorder with uh, panic attacks every now and again. And there's certain places where I've had panic attacks where it's difficult for me to go to, because I've had a panic attack with there for there before, and I associate that with a panic attack, so it's difficult. Yeah. But I mean, it's very, it's very well done and very subtly done. So that and that really, um, I don't think you get that with a lot of the other characters. Oh, definitely like you, not. Yeah, you don't get the psychological cost of being through such a traumatic event. Like you definitely don't really talk about it with a. Uh, um, Dr. Chakwas. Well, yeah, like with Chakwas, yeah. or you don't really even get it with uh, Shepard. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know? get it like Garrus goes through a bunch of shit, and you don't oh, get yeah. any of that either. I think Thane yeah. might be the only other one that you really like. And mm-hmm. I guess I mean I don't know the Morinth or Samara romances at all yet. So yeah. when we get there, maybe. But yeah, and I actually do want to say in terms of. Kelly Chambers romance the fact that I had to watch multiple videos of her romance before somebody included the sections of her getting kidnapped and her reaction to that yeah I was like what do you guys consider as moments of character and intimacy in relationships because they included yeah. all of the conversations with her. They would just skip over the entire portion where she's kidnapped. Yeah. And mm-hmm. her reaction to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I had that, to watch three videos before I found that bit. Yeah. I, I was lucky enough to find it on the first try. But um, 
which by the way i who was that yeah, shout been, out to all the youtube romance people you guys yeah, thanks, really uh, yeah like high five there's a there's one in specifically oh i'm not gonna find it right now but um there's one in specific that's just awesome yeah is it the one that's just all of mass effect two and three all of her moments yes I watched yes one it's of those. like yeah um Oh gosh. Which mind I've you seen... the Mass Effect 3 stuff is like six minutes, but yeah. Oh right, right. Um actually if we can pause for just a second because I really want to find. Is it Jaguar 550? That may be it, yeah. He's got uh the names in the bottom on red. In red, yeah. I should say. Yeah. His name in the bottom on red. Yeah, I'm just double checking. He plays the black male shepherd, right? <laughs> yep. That's the I one I watched. So. Yep, Jaguar 550. Yeah. Big shout out to Jaguar 550 because in terms of YouTube romance cuts, his have been like rock On star. <laughs> yeah. I try to vary it who I look at because there's different choices you can make as a character. But all in all, he's usually closest to the choices I make mm-hmm. <laughs> and also does like a full cut of characters in their moments throughout the game. Yeah, it's all of the... Why haven't I sub- subscribed? I'm going to subscribe to the Jaguar 550. Um, well, I don't think we know if Jaguar 550 is a male or female. They generally play male Shep yeah. when possible. So that's my assumption. Okay. <laughs> Oh, as they far do. as I've oh. noticed. But yeah, Jaguar five fifty super high five. Like mm-hmm. we watch your videos. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, yeah, but I guess. Yeah. I mean, does anybody have favorite Kelly moments they want to discuss? Uh, the fish. I'm. It's just super <laughs> the fish. I'm so annoyed. I the fish. I would have flirted with her just for the fish. Like, damn. I right, honestly, right. my favorite Kelly moment is that sequence where she's undergoing the flashback mm-hmm. for what happened when she was kidnapped because I felt like it was very well acted. Um, it was very strong as a character moment. I don't think any other of my interactions hit me as powerfully as that interaction with Kelly. Um, in my, you know, immediate follow-up anger at not being able to comfort her <laughs> for it. I was like, oh my God, Shepard, come on, do it. Um, but (laughs) um that was that was kind of it i i liked the cheesy flirting lines i liked those oh i dug that so much i was like yes (laughs) this is great weirded me out y'all i got weirded out i didn't like but overall they were like just cheesy (laughs) enough and like for me to just laugh every single time they come up (laughs) i think they were The problem for me was the first one. The first one set the tone for all of them. And the first one was, she says, the moment I met you, I know I could close my eyes, fall back, and you'd be there. And Shepard goes, I might do more than just catch you, Kelly. And then she's Ah, like... Are you kidding? I love that. And then she's like, now that's an enticing thought. And I don't know. I don't... I can't. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? I love that. I am... Oh, I love it. I, I just, yes. Imagine yes. saying that to someone in real life, and I would never say that to someone in real life. This unless I was being ironic. <laughs> There's a lot of things in game that I choose for Shepard to say that I would never say. One hundred. <laughs> it's like, escapism. It's a video game. Right, yes, like, but oh, oh my gosh, I love it. I might do more than just catch you, Kelly. Like Jesus. <laughs> 
to be fair, some of the pickup lines did have like your a, a secretary, like a 40 secretary skeevy boss yeah. vibes. Some oh, of them yeah. did. Yeah, there is a little yeah. But Overall, they were very the, enjoyable. The added layer that she's supposed to be your ship psychiatrist, psychologist, whichever one it is. Um, no, your personal <laughs> assistant still is too much for me. Right. I mean, either way, but, either way, you're sleeping with either your personal assistant or your psychologist, or you know, <laughs> both. And that both of those are like ethically, morally, listen, you know, bankrupt. <laughs> Space ethics. Okay. <laughs> We've had a long discussion about the ethics of a commanding officer on a ship working their way through their crewmates in terms of romance. (laughs) So no matter what, we're kind of in an awkward position, right? As the ship commander. (laughs) But I think it's a little added because she is directly your personal assistant, but also Mm -hmm. your direct crewmates to go with you on missions is also bad. So there's not really a winning scenario. There's no HR in space. (laughs) Yeah. Especially not for uh, N7, you know, secret ops. Like Shepard is HR. Shepard is their own HR. <laughs> Shepard yeah. could get a call from HR and be like, "You don't have any authority to talk to me." <laughs> like, yeah. Shepard would be like, um, "I am HR, thank you." Uh, yeah. I'll I'll put in a report with myself. Yeah, let me talk to my manager. Hey, manager, how are you doing? Hey, council, do you fucking care? Council doesn't care, oh. so we're just gonna move past it. <laughs> What's that? I saved the universe. Hmm. Oh. The council I mean, takes which... three years to come to any decision, so I yeah, guess bring it up with them. I guess if you care, which is, I mean, in and of itself, it's problematic. <laughs> but I, I oh think my it, God. Um, I would like to think in my brain that there is the uh, inherent uh, mutual agreement with the characters that you romance. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Like I think of it that way because like the only problem I had was with Jack because you weren't shown yeah, even an illusion of that. Mm-hmm. That the illusion of agreement wasn't even present. Like yeah, it that was there were like vague moments, but they felt coerced. Yeah. So it was kind uh-huh. of like when we're when we're operating under the assumption that these are all consensual and then we still get skeeved out by how things are playing out. <laughs> and that's when we have a problem. Yeah. This, At least with Kelly, she's the one that kicks off the flirting and yeah. like all of that. So, and yeah. honestly in true character, not galaxy brain conspiracy mode, Kelly is probably a very sexual and open person based mm-hmm. off of her personality and what she says. That's something that she's probably very comfortable about sexuality wise. She's able to do that on a more um, like casual basis without having a problem about it, which is totally mm-hmm. fine as a character. I just have to read deeply into everything because mm-hmm. I put on x-ray specs when I look at <laughs> romance scenes or well, video it- games. And, you know, that that kind of attitude is perfectly acceptable in real life as well, exactly. not just for a character. So I think it's, I think she's actually a very good representation of a healthy psyche in a human. Until it gets me. collected. Yeah. But yeah, until, yeah, but I mean, I think that's, I think that's in the... In sexuality, she's very healthy about how she's... Right, right. And I think even with... um 
her reaction to the collector experience is still a very normal experience. Like that's, you think about it and you're kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. I'd probably feel the same way. Yeah. Legit. She, she reacts to trauma in a way that's normal for people to react to trauma. Yes. (laughs) You know, and I think that's true. I, I tend to think, Oh, now she's traumatized. Um, as we got to witness the trauma event, but Sarah has a very good point in that she reacted to trauma in a way that a healthy human being reacts to trauma (laughs) when they have, when they have a good sense of self and all of that stuff. I do feel overall that Kelly wasn't given a lot of depth as a character. Mm -hmm. They didn't really show you this very well. Um, Well, she is she is a half-ass romance, right? You don't even get the paramour achievement for yeah. romancing her. She's just kind of there. Yeah, in which case is you don't boink anyone else, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it's a weird weird call for the writers to make. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Either make her a romance or don't. None of this like weird halfway in the middle stuff. But yeah. to be fair, in Mass Effect, they do kind of have a lot more throwaway romances than they tend to have in their other games on Bioware's Mm -hmm. end. In the first one, I'm pretty sure you can sleep with that one Asari like worker in the very... Uh, You mean the the ambassador or whatever? Yeah. I'm thinking Firefly, the ambassador. Um, Oh, yeah. There's lots of... There's air quotes on that. Y'all can... Yes. Companion. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Companion, Um, yeah. Like, that's somebody you can just sort of sleep with off the cuff. And, you know, they tend to have that more in Mass Effect than I feel the other games. Mm-hmm. I think Dragon Age Inquisition, you can, like, sleep with an old lady. To <laughs> We can talk about that when we get to Inquisition. It's yeah, a side we'll quest. To. It's a side quest, and you're, like, okay. bribing her to do something that you want. Oh, but, by the uh, way, uh, speaking of Dragon yeah. Age Inquisition, hey, Freddie Prince Jr. Hey, how you doing? Freddie Prince Jr. Y'all should be, we um, know your buddy Matt Lillard, so um, <laughs> you should talk to him to hear how cool we are, and you should mm-hmm. come on a podcast. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I will yeah. say, like Jade Empire doesn't have any throwaway romances; it's either all or nothing. So, okay. mm-hmm. I think that's how it was for um, Kotor Knights of the Old yeah. Republic as well. Kotor. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Bioware, for so many, <laughs> so many options here. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of my yeah, favorite stuff about the character and plot. Do we want to roll into our fuck ratings? Fuck rating. Insert fuck haiku here. Who wants to okay. start? I could start. Okay, go ahead. Where to start? I'll just go first because I have my scale. It's very simple. Kelly got two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> because there wasn't really this wasn't a full cut romance like really in any sense of the word like they don't have the quality of feelings and drive like they have with the normal ones I gave a good decent score for quality of the cheesy flirt interactions um, and I gave her like a .5 because I guess in like the pre-ending cutscene for her dance off, because if their purpose in the game was to give 
people stuff to fap to, they achieve that because it's just a <laughs> long dance sequence without an end. And for her whole character, I gave her a 0.5 for the depth of her traumatic experience and them sort of talking to us about that. I don't think they really fleshed her character out <laughs> outside of that, though. So she got two half scores and a full score for the cheesy, cheesy flirting. But two out of five is going to have to be me. So I have um, my rating is two quotes from Kelly. Uh, well, one quote and one bit of dialogue. The first one is, Commander, you have a new message on your private terminal. Uh, because I feel like that encapsulates the entire reason they put her character on the ship. Mm. Um like, I don't think they would have created her with anything other than that uh, until someone was like, hey, why don't we make it so you can flirt with Kelly? And yeah, so that. And then um, the bit of dialogue is right after Kelly jokingly admits that um, she's uh, scared of Grunt a little bit. And Shepard says, don't worry, Kelly, I won't let him touch you. And she says, here it is. If there is any touching being done, you better be involved. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that one. It's um, like, I, no, I don't know. I don't like it. I I don't love this as a romance. I honestly, if it wasn't for the fish, I would never romance her. And so um, fish, I guess, maybe is my rating. Fish. Fish. I wonder if she can get called back up for dinner if you're just really good friends and friendly with her. <laughs> because I feel like you shouldn't have to seduce your yeoman to get her to, to get her to your feed your fish. You. She's already your personal assistant. It could just uh, be one of her duties. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's maybe she's just letting you know that she hasn't been doing it and trying to make it good, look like she is being Wasn't nice. Aware of it. There you yeah. go. Like, let me do this additional task. <laughs> when in all honesty, it wasn't even an additional task. It was just <laughs> something she was supposed to be doing anyway. In uh, it for the fish. So <laughs> I think for, uh, we're going to kick it Trekkie style for my rating. I'm going to say on a rating from female Ferengi to Yeoman Rand, I'm going to say Vina, the Orion slave girl, because <laughs> she pretty. True. And uh, when, not much there. And a really good dancer, <laughs> but you don't know much about her personality. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God, it's so perfect. It's <laughs> so good. I well, remember like, that episode now that you say that. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like. There's, just like, I, I really like Kelly as a character. I don't know much about her, but. I think she's a really good addition to the game. <laughs> like uh, it, it, it's important uh, for later on. I don't know. That's oh such my a God. great legitimate goal. <laughs> That's such a great legitimate So good. Because Vina was literally only there for Kirk to like lust after yeah, for like, like a <laughs> minute. And then yeah. just went away. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, because so I think good. actually, I think Vina... Because I think she was in the cage, which is actually Captain Pike, which is, you know, we're not going to worry about it. Yeah, we're not going to no. go that deep into it. This isn't a Star <laughs> Trek podcast. So actually, that makes me think a thought. 
How frustrated do you think the developers of Mass Effect 3 were as they counted up all of the potential romantic interests Shepard had because they knew in Mass Effect 3 you had to have some way to talk to every single one of them in case you had romanced <laughs> them? Because people would have been pissed if they did all of this and like loved Kelly to not have her show up in Mass Effect 3. And I'm like, what about all of the other little ones throughout the entire rest of the game? <laughs> Oh, still, I mean, and here's the thing, though, the romance with Kelly is 16 minutes, all of those scenes. And that's yeah. coming from the Jaguar 550 video that included the the um, the collector stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So and that's just not a lot of time to build any sort of intimacy with like anyone, let alone, yeah. you know, your yeoman assistant psychologist lady friend like (laughs) so yeah I think it's another one that suffers from the mass effect effect of and Morden uh, doesn't even talk to you about your guys' sex lives so how sad is that right yeah (laughs) mass effect too (laughs) is it even a romance if Morden doesn't try to give you weird sex tips right like (laughs) did the Solarian talk to you about it then how do you know it's a romance (laughs) oh it's so good I still, I still think that we should have been re- able to romance a Solarian, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm pro. He is the very model to, of a modern major general. Yeah, I, I just am like run romance option per alien species, except for maybe the Hanar. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, the Hanar would be weird. Yeah, um, or fun. I mean, yeah, it depends on what you're into. Tentacles, just saying. <laughs> just like I'm always still mad that you can't romance a dwarf in Dragon Age. I knew right? you were going to say that. Such bullshit. Such bullshit. They hey, they're saying Dragon Age Dragon. Four. They're saying Dragon Age Four. They're going to include it. So. Two words: Scout Harding. They better. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in Dragon Age Origins. If you chose a dwarf origin, you could potentially have a dwarf romance for the origin. And at the brothel, you can choose a dwarf to sleep with. But it's like also arguably things are shaking up over at Bioware right now, so we may oh, not want to yeah. get our hopes up about Dragon Age 4 just yeah. yet. Yeah, so. yeah, there's some short going down. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. yeah. So we'll wait until that settles before making any comments about it because I'm very uh, sad about Colin though. Very yeah. sad. Yes. Yeah. I saw that this morning and was like, what? No, I saw that. I mean, it's not for it sure yet. Right. Ooh, I saw that um, live as it was happening and I was like, okay, I'm back. Now that I read a little more deeply, I'm, I'm in support of them letting him go. Oh, what happened? Oh, he's got some thoughts on politics. Oh, just things in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we'll circle back with that with, um, <laughs> when we get to Colin. Yeah, yeah, we get back just to so Colin. We could have a quick five-second note to all of our dear listeners out there. Yeah, but anything else before? Yeah. yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our episode about Kelly Chambers. Next time we will be discussing Miranda Lawson. Miranda, Miranda, Miranda. I she's just badass. I think I'm very curious. I've never paid attention to her character all that much. I mean, like she because she's I don't know. She's not my type. (laughs) I'm thrilled. I'm very excited for this episode. 
I like I think Miranda's just like a pretty badass character to begin with. And now that I remember who her voice actress is, I was like, yes. Yeah. And um, so I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. Whether I like it or not is going to be another yeah. <laughs> yeah. thing. But, um, but yeah. Like, rate, share, subscribe, find us on Facebook, Insta, Twitter. Are we anywhere else? Where else are we? Uh, your local pod app where you can subscribe and leave us reviews yeah review us like let us know what you think man we like it do i swear too much does tawny fuck no Uh, do do we swear not enough Ah. right like should we be more raunchy should we be less raunchy that i can't promise we change that but yeah if you think about it and say something we might at least discuss it right yeah we can at least talk about it um check out our other properties uh all three of us are main cast members of the theater of the mind players uh, which is an actual play an actual play rpg show where we play through lots of different games um Mm -hmm. we're on holiday hiatus for the moment um but you can go back and listen to all of our old stuff before we jump into 2021 with some great guys so yeah. much great content. Yay! <laughs> Delta Green has been my favorite this year. It was a blast. Yeah. I, I hope really we pick good. it up for a season two next year. I, so do I. Um, I am also a part of Plot Points Podcast, which is Woo-hoo. up for nomination on N-World for Best Talk Podcast, because we talk about RPGs as literature. And right. also, also in Counterparty, which is up on N-World, for a best actual play podcast, um, which is a Ravnica actual play, which is fun. And we're also doing Icewind Dale on Sunday evenings, 6 Ooh, p.m. Nice. Central. Heck yeah. Yeah. We're so going to do good. that tonight. So I'm excited. Bang a ring. Fantastic. All right. Uh, as always. Remember. Uh, as always. Yeah, go ahead. You were going to do it. Remember, consent is mandatory. And consent is matter. sexy. <laughs> and mandatory. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, wear your goddamn mask. And Put a mask on your face. And over yeah, your nose. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I've I, the corona uh, test where they shove it up into your brain is a Ooh. little uncomfortable. Not a fan. They kind of keep away up there in your sinuses and you get all teared up and the nurse is like, you're doing really good. And you're like, I can't talk because I'm crying. And then keep your up. sinuses where they are, yo. Oh, yeah. Wear a mask. <laughs> Social distance. Think about your other people in the world. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.